0: Years ago, when I was a young pastor in the inner city of Detroit, I was sitting in my office, it was early morning, and all of a sudden this huge man walks in and he's got tattoos all over his face. And I don't like to judge people by their appearances, but because we were in a not so good neighborhood, I was definitely afraid. But very quickly, he uh, made me feel comfortable just in the fact that he started to share why he was there. Uh, He had done something that was pretty horrible and he felt like it was about to destroy his marriage. And what happened was the night before he was watching the religious channel and one of the preachers came on and said, if you ask God for forgiveness, he'll give it to you. Well, in that moment, he's like, that's what I need. So he got in his car, he started driving around and we were the only church open that morning. So he tells me what he did. And right then and there, I got to tell him what Jesus did for him, that Jesus had taken his sin and nailed it to the cross. And that big guy with those tattoos just wept massive tears of joy. And it was beautiful to see. That was his. That was the beginning of his relationship with Jesus Christ. And I got to walk alongside of him and and see him mature in that relationship. And what was amazing is that uh, he was a rough guy. Uh, he, he used to use a lot of choice language, and he started to curb that and realize, no, this isn't the best way I can glorify God. Uh, he used to go to parties and get drunk and break the law, and and, and all that started to stop. And uh, he he continued to hang out with his biker buddies. He was in this biker club and. And they noticed there was this massive change in him. And and he would tell them, he's like, no, it's Jesus. He gave me peace and you can have it too. And and at first they were, they were kind and they would listen. But after a while, they didn't necessarily appreciate the changes that he was making in his life. And eventually what happened was those friends not only distanced themselves, but some of them became enemies. And he was starting to feel alone and outnumbered. So he came and shared that with me. And what I wanna share with you is that when, from my own personal experience, there's nothing better than knowing Jesus as your Savior. That peace, that joy of knowing that you are right with God, that you have an eternal home with him, it's amazing. But inevitably, and what I've seen, what I saw with my friend is, eventually, you're going to feel like the odd man out. You're going to feel alone. You're going to feel outnumbered. And so when my friend shared that with me, I took him to a, a portion of the Bible, Second Kings chapter 6, and I told him about the prophet Elisha. Now, he's not Elijah. He's Elisha. Elijah came first. Elijah came after him. And what was going on is that God would reveal to Elisha the plans of the king of Aram. The king of Aram was setting all these ambushes to try to kill, destroy the army of God, the the Israelite nation. And so Elisha would tell the king of Israel, the king of Israel would take a detour and go around the ambush. Well, this happened enough times that the king of Aram was getting very irritated. And so he did some investigating and found out that Elisha was the culprit. He was the informant. So what happened was he found the city where Elisha was staying with the servant and he surrounded it with his massive army. Well, the next morning, Elisha's servant gets up, goes out to the, the patio there. Maybe he's drinking his morning coffee and he notices this massive army and he's terrified. And so he runs in, he tells Elisha, he says, master, we're surrounded, what do we do? And, and this is what Elisha says in 2 Kings 6, verse 16. Don't be afraid, the prophet answered. Those who are with us are more than those who are with them. And so the, the the servant looks around and goes, your math isn't adding up. <laughs> there's two of us and there's this big army. And so Elisha follows up and he says, open his eyes, Lord, so that you may see. That Then the, then the Lord opened the servant's eyes and he looked and he saw the hills full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. At that moment, because of his fear, that servant didn't realize that he wasn't alone. And so Elisha prayed, God open his eyes so that he can see, so that he can know that he is surrounded by this angel army. Right now, you may feel like you're outnumbered, you're alone. And what I want you to know is that God is with you. You don't have to be afraid. And my prayer for you right now is that your eyes would be open to see that. And there's another passage I wanna share with you from Psalm 91. It says, If you say the Lord is my refuge and you make the most high your dwelling, no harm will overtake you. No disaster will come near your tent, for he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. You're not alone. And if you declare that God is your refuge, just say that with me. Lord, you are my refuge. He is with you. He has put his angel army around you to protect you and guard you. It's not easy to be a Christ follower. It's not easy to follow in his steps and do the right thing when everyone else is doing the wrong thing. But you're not alone. When I shared that with my friend, he he was super comforted by that truth. And something else he realized that God opened his eyes to see is that even though many of his friends that he had known for years were abandoning him, he realized that God had given him a new family, brothers and sisters in Christ, to support him and love him and encourage him. My prayer right now is that God would open your eyes to help you see that the Lord is with you. He is surrounding you with his angel army, and that he has given you a massive family of believers to support you in these dark moments. Let's pray. Father in heaven, it is so easy to feel like we're alone. Uh, So often we get focused on our problems instead of the solution. And so God, open our eyes right now to see you, how big you are. Help us to see that we are surrounded by these guardian angels. And thank you for the brothers and sisters in Christ that surround us today. It's in your name we pray.